This is the Shrimps Verdicts podcast. All opinions expressed to those of the individual contributors and not necessarily those of either Morecambe Football Club or of Beyond Radio. Every kick, every game, every goal. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. On his debut on the halfway line, Badeau swings it in with his left foot, looking for Mellon, who flicks it down into the path. And Tom blocks him, he gets a shot away. He was falling over though as he went for the half volley, 15 yards out. A half presentable chance there for Tom Bloxham to open his account for the Shrimps. And he spied it over the bar, flicked on by Matt Smith, ball on the edge of the area. Connor McLennan, 20 yards out, gets it out towards the left hand tip. Shot comes in, it's a good one as well, and low down. Stuart Moore repels the danger. Play allowed to continue there. Salford City wanted a free kick for a, a trip that they put on McLennan, but play allowed to continue. Left hand side, cross comes in, that's a beautiful finish. What about that for a first timer into the top corner from Michael Mellon? to open the scoring for the Shrimps on 25 minutes and Salford are going to be furious about that because they thought that Conor McClendon was fouled inside the Salford City half referee waved away the appeals and it was Adam Mayer we said just a minute ago that he'd had a quiet start to the game here this afternoon at the Mizuma Mobile Stadium but he ran on, got to the byline, pulled the ball back and that is a cute finish for Michael Mellon's fourth goal of the season at the near post. Guiding into the top corner to make it Morecambe 1, Salford City 0. It was a beautiful, exquisite poacher's finish from Michael Mellon. And that's exactly why both him and Adam Mayer are in the team. Adam's had a very quiet first 25 minutes, but we know the quality he has, and he's just nipped the ball away as Salford were napping, thinking they were going to get a free kick. And Michael Mellon with a beautiful, beautiful finish. So that's Mayer, first time passes to the path of Eli King. This is very nice from the Shrimps on the edge of the Salford box. Blocks them, 20 yards out. Urge to shoot, does shoot, and Alex Cairns was beaten there, all very confident it was going to go the wrong side of the post. And that whistles past the upright. Cross comes in. Vassell tries to tee it up for the onrushing Salford players. Vassell again, and then it's going to be Reese Watson. Daisy Cutter takes a deflection, and it's just wide of Stuart Moore's right hand post. Songo up and over from the centre circle, looking to keep Adam Mayer interested. Mayer gets the bounce of the ball he was looking for, tries to go around his man, and does go around his man. Mayer. Taps it in for Jordan Slews, should make it 2-0, needs to make it 2-0, should break the net, side foots it at the keeper, who makes the save. And that was the chance that Morecambe had to put the game to bed, and we've missed it. It's just going to spin out, but Morecambe won't mind that. We've got 10 seconds of stoppage time to go, and the ball is... Well, what about that? What about that? Tempers boiling over here at the end of the game. Just as I say that the referee hasn't pulled any cards out. Players from both sides involved here. And we just need to keep our composure. There is a Morecambe player on the ground. And that is a red card. And Salford City are going to end this game with 10 men.
and deep, deep in stoppage time. It's the substitute, midfielder, Matty Lund, sent off, straight red. Reaction to the action. This is the Shrimps verdict on Beyond Radio. Jan Songo, who smashes it clear, looking for Michael Mellon on the counter-attack. And it's going to drift that one wide up against Theo Vassell. And Mellon does well, goes to Brown theatrically. But the referee, Mr Finney, puts the whistle to his lips. And brings proceedings to a close here at the Mazuma Marvel Stadium this Saturday afternoon. And the bottom line is that Morecambe have held on for a 1-0 victory. We remain unbeaten here in League 2 so far this season. Fortress Mazuma, courtesy of Michael Mellon's fourth goal of the season on 25 minutes. The difference between the two sides this afternoon. It was an exquisite finish. Near post, poachers finish into the roof of Alex Cairns' net on 25 minutes after being set up brilliantly after Adam Mayer had got in in the left-hand side of the penalty area, squared the ball across and Michael Mellon did the rest for what proved to be the winning goal. Three wins and a draw then for Derek Adams' men here at the Mazuma. Ten points from the opening six League Two games of the season. The gaffer is going to be absolutely delighted with that. If we can just sort our travails out away from home, we might just be in business. Another good defensive display, James Connolly on loan from Bristol Rovers, making his debut in the heart of the Morecambe defence. He stood tall, he stood firm alongside Jacob Go Clean sheet on his debut, and you've got to say, he looked a very good pickup indeed. Not much for Stuart Moore to do for the whole of the match. Just one save really in the first half of note. Low down to his left-hand side. Pretty routine afternoon though. All things considered for the Shrimps keeper. Second half saw Salford City have a lot of possession. A lot of territory inside the Morecambe half. But they didn't really do much with it. And that is a testament to how well Derek Adams' men kept their shape. Kept their nerve. And stuck to our game plan. Probably should have made it 2-0 in the last minute of the game, really. Adam there down the left-hand side, similar to how he'd got in in the first half. Pulled the ball back to Jordan Slew, who should have broke the net. But he put it straight at the keeper from five yards out. And we hoped that that wouldn't be costly, but it proved not to be the case. There was not a single card issue for the whole game. Right the way until the 95th minute, when a coming together over on the far side by the Berlin Wall saw... Midfielder Matty Lund for Salford shown a straight red card for violent conduct. Three wins and a draw for Morecambe's opening four lead two fixtures. No game next week, of course, due to our international break, but we can go into that safe in the knowledge that after just six games, we are already on double figures for the season. Derek is going to be delighted with that. I reckon 1-0 is our manager's favourite result. Well, Derek, a dogged 1-0 win today. You must be so, so happy with your team. Yeah, I mean, I thought that we could have easily been 4-5 or five today, you know, with the chances we had first half and second half. Uh, it was a, a terrific performance from us. The way we passed the ball, we created chances. And uh, the goal that we scored, Adam Mayer puts in a terrific ball for Michael Mellon and uh, a fabulous finish for him. It was a typical striker's goal, a typical player playing in the left wing that... Uh, is on form and uh, he found his man in the box and uh, over the afternoon we were just too strong for Salford uh, today 
uh, and we've got a lot of young players and to be fair to Salford in the second half they went with one defender and uh, you know pushed everyone forward because we hadn't punished them enough we had umpteen chances to kill off the game and uh, unfortunately for us we didn't choose the the right option or the goalkeepers made a you know a very good save but uh, over the afternoon uh, thoroughly enjoyable afternoon for the, the people of Lancashire another fantastic goal uh, for Michael Mellon he's, he's just impressing every week isn't he yeah I mean he's a young boy and uh, we've got four call-ups uh, this week for uh, international uh, duty and uh, I'm really surprised that Scotland haven't got uh, Michael in under 21 squad uh, I did make a phone call uh, to say how well he had been done doing sorry um, but uh, nothing ever surprises me with the Scottish FA uh, but uh, from my point of view he's been brilliant for us and uh, he's uh, you know a real goal scorer that's what he does one person who did get a call up or a standby call up, Adam May he created one goal almost created a second right at the death for Jordan Slew yeah I mean that shows you that you know that uh, how well he's done, you know, since he came into uh, the first team environment, and uh, he's kicked on every week. He wants to learn, he wants to play well, and um, today typified that. But not only in the opposition box, he worked ever so hard uh, in our box as well, tracking back, making tackles, and then not only that, finding the right pass uh, to you know one of his teammates. And for a 19-year-old to do that week in week out, uh, I'm really happy for him. But you know, over the piece, uh, it was a really good team performance today. And we had Connolly come in at centre-half, making his debut. Nobody could imagine that he, that was his first game for the club today. That's my next question. Another clean sheet here. And uh, James Connolly came in, Farron Ross is suspended. Only joined the team late this week, but what a debut. That's, the, the, that's what happens. And, uh, you know, that's why you have competition for places. And, uh, you know, he's come in. He's done really well today. And... Uh, He's caused uh, Farad, you know, a problem now, and and that's what uh, you know I need. Three home wins and a draw from the first four home games. Fantastic start to the season here at the Mazuma. Yeah, I mean it is. It's always nice to play at home. You know, the the home supporters are out in the numbers today. It's uh, it's roasting hot here, and uh, the players said it was extremely hot. You know, down there on the pitch. It did get hot a bit towards the end, but uh, could see how y'all had stuck together as well. Yeah, I mean, I only you know just feel that the referee, if he had made a booking uh, earlier in the game, you know, then it wouldn't have maybe come to that. He probably couldn't have done anything about the challenge that led to uh, the sending off because the player was totally out of control. But um, in the end, you know, he's uh, made that decision and uh, their player had to get sent off. You've got a bit of a break now. Uh, are you pleased that you've got the break? Not really. We'd have rather played, but you know, when we've got three, possibly four players that uh, are going to be away in international duty. Uh, that's, um, you know, with a squad of 22, um, we, we we can't play the game. And, uh, you know, that's the rules anyway that, uh, you know, we could have played it, but uh, we would have been depleted. You brought Ethan Walker in as well on a, on a deadline day. What, what do you know about him? Yeah, I watched him last Sunday uh, against Leicester uh, down at uh, Leyland. And uh, he's, a, he's a wide player that can play both sides, but also can play through the middle as well. So what he gives us, he gives us options. You know, Tom Bloxon, uh, you know, playing out in the right-hand side. Ethan can play there. He can also move into the middle, but uh, it could maybe allow, you know, Tom to play through the middle at times as well. Just a general final question. Are you happy with the way things have gone? Yeah, I mean, it's been a really difficult, um, you know, summer, but, uh, you know, Jason 
the owner is obviously delighted the way things are going because um, we've been able to work in difficult circumstances and get us moving forward. Well, James, welcome to Morecambe Football Club and a welcome start with three points and a clean sheet as well. Yeah, it was um, a good performance. Enjoyed being out there in front of the fans and with, with my new teammates and, you know, really good performance. We wanted the three points and went out and got it. And you got a man of the match as well for start? Yeah, um, we were solid. Well, I think it could have been any of anyone in the team, to be honest, especially any of us defenders. We were solid and we all performed well. It doesn't really matter who gets it as long as we win, win the game, yeah. You've only been here a few days. How's it been for you to settle in as quickly as you have done? been good you know the lads really good group young group but um, all really good players and you know they've welcomed me really well training's good good tempo the, ga- the gaffer doesn't have any, any anything else so um, really enjoyed it yeah and um, long may continue you needed a good tempo today you needed strength as well because Salford did come back at you in the second half but you held out really well I don't think Stuart Moore really had much to do did he? No he didn't to be honest with you we said this at half time we knew they were going to come out their manager probably got after them a little bit just needed to stick together, be a team as we was in the first half and there was a little bit of a storm second half but I think we rolled it quite well, got through it and then we had a few chances ourselves, probably could have killed them off even more so good performance, yeah. So overall then you go home tonight happy with uh, your first 90 minutes? Yeah, buzzing to be honest with you, just wanted to come, clean sheet, big bonus but three points was the main thing, I wouldn't have been happy with anything else so made up, yeah. You're a young team, lots of players, your age, have they helped you settle in? Yeah, they have, to be honest with you. Even the older lads have been good. Um, you know, there's, a, there's a good core of young players and old players, and they're all really good lads. They're, you know, There's not one bad lad in the, in the changing room, which some changing rooms there is. Uh, training's at a good tempo every day, and I had a good feeling coming into today, yeah. Home form here at the, the Mizuma, three wins and a draw. You've just come into it, but it's a good atmosphere. When, when the fans are behind you, it's tight, it's compact, and you can feel that sort of force behind you. Yeah, you can, you know, I know that from playing here before against Morecambe, it's a tough game, really tough place to come and we want that this season, we want to have good home form, to have a good run in League 2, you need good home form, you know, without it, don't think you'll do anything, so yeah. Any hopes now, between now and the rest of your long spell? And just play many, as many games as possible and hopefully finish as high in the league as possible, main thing we want is, you know, we want to get promoted, um, but to do that there's loads of work to be done and we just want to keep working hard, yeah. Thanks for downloading episode 123 of the Shrimps Verdict podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. This is Dave Salmon. Thanks so much as ever for your ears. Really appreciate it. And uh, figures that absolutely blow my mind because uh, last week we passed 300,000 downloads of the pod, which uh, is quite remarkable since we started uh, two and a bit seasons ago. So if you are a subscriber or a regular downloader and listener, thank you very, very much indeed. We really, really appreciate it. So great win yesterday then at the Mazuma Mobile Stadium unbeaten at home and it's going to be our home form that uh, that sees us right this season I think there's no doubt about that if we can just improve a little bit away we might just be on to something but after six games 10 points I am going to go there because uh, before a ball was kicked there's no doubt at all that every Morecambe fan uh, realistically uh, the ambition was to avoid relegation or to be avoid sucked in uh, to a relegation battle after six games we are a quarter of the way there or thereabouts to uh, avoiding relegation and I'm not saying that in a negative way after another great win at home 
but I'm trying to be a little bit realistic. Given our problems on the road, given you probably think at some point we're going to hit a sticky spell, to get double figures points already, I think Derek Adams is going to be absolutely delighted with that. And the other thing I would say is about our fitness levels as well. Derek uh, trusting in youth this season. I think one of the reasons that he's doing that is because the lads just run and run and run. And even deep in stoppage time yesterday, about, about 100 minutes into the game with the stoppage time at either half, we were just as fit as when we kicked off. And I think our fitness and our togetherness and our team spirit is going to take us a long, long way this season. No Barrow preview. Then we did have a couple of good guests lined up looking ahead to our trip to Holker Street next Saturday. But we'll park those for now until the rearranged fixture, which I imagine will be in a few weeks' time. And uh, let's look back at another great afternoon at the Mazuma Mobile Stadium yesterday then with uh, Danny Shepard. Danny's a Salford City super fan and he's also the host of... Uh, one up front at Salford City Fans Pond. I've been chatting to Danny uh, to get some analysis and reaction to yesterday's game at the Mazuma Mobile Stadium. What, what's your kind of, in a nutshell, view of the game, just to get us going? I think overall we were good value for the win. I think it was, in many ways, it was arguably one of our best performances of the season. I think you, you come across a Morecambe side yesterday who are very well organised. Uh, we are super fit. Our manager has deliberately invested in youth and trusted in youth this season. We've got a lot of teenagers, like 20, 21-year-olds in the team, and they run and run and run all day, and they stick to the game plan. I think we, we were full of running in the 100th minute just as much as we were when we kicked off, and I think that is the bedrock in which our good home form is is. is built on. I think from your point of view you lacked creativity quite simply. I think you had a lot of the ball certainly in the second half. You didn't do anything with it. Part of that was because I don't right. think, part of that was because I think you didn't have the personnel on the field to, to unlock the door uh, d- despite you were trying your best to do so. But more so, we didn't let you play. We kept our shape, we kept our discipline and uh, there weren't that many chances in the game. But uh, when you've got a young striker up front like we've got who's uh, red-hot form at the moment, he's always going to be onto a winner. So uh, a a tight game, but one I think that uh, overall we deserve the three points from. Yeah, I mean, as 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 an away fan, I mean, I was sat in the home end, but as an away fan, I never felt like we had a chance... Um, of I even felt if we scored, I didn't think we would win. Um, I'm, I'm almost a big one for like, you get what you deserve. And I don't feel we deserved a great deal out of the game. Like you said, creativity was lacking. Um, I know I mentioned on the uh, preview pod with you a week or so ago that we have a Jekyll and Hyde personality as a team where we, we, can, we, can, we can get out the right side of the bed and we can go and destroy teams or we can um, not be the opposite of that. But I actually think yesterday, as you've said, um, it wasn't just the fact we didn't turn up. Um, I think we got negated. Um, and I think possibly it was more of an, an athleticism thing from, from your team and a fitness level that, because File did a very, very similar thing to us, AFC filed in a, in a pre-season game this year. They, they just kind of pressed us um, and, and just ran at us in a way that we weren't comfortable with. So I, I think I think you bob on with what you said there, Dave. I think so, and and that, and that's a deliberate ploy that our manager has has seemed to go with this season. We've got some quite experienced players in the squad who, when they signed in the summer, you would have thought they are nailed on to be week in week out starters. That's why they've come to the club, and and a couple of them have barely gotten the pitch so far this season. He, he's trusting in youth. 
our, our three main forward lines of, of Tom Bloxham, Adam Mayer and Michael Mellon. They're all 19 years old. And of course, two of them combined for the, the winning goal yesterday as well. So uh, long may that continue for us. I think you need to get Elliot Watt back as soon as you possibly can to start, <laughs> to, yeah. to start to keeping things ticking over in the middle of the park. And I, I think you're going to be all right. I, I, you, you could see you've got some good players in the squad. There's no doubt about that, Danny. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you, you are going to be, I think, one of the, what, what do you want to call it, 10 dozen teams there or thereabouts. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't think you're going to come across many teams this season who are as fit and as organised as we are, certainly at home. We're a different story away from home. We're, you know, we're an absolute shambles away from the Mazuma. Let's not make any bones about that. But uh, certainly at yeah. home, uh, we are very, very hard to beat. Well, one, one thing crossed my mind yesterday, and it, and it's never crossed my mind at all um, under Neil Wood, is that I know I know we've sunk to quite to quite a low position in the table based on I think we've lost three of the last four. We beat um, taking the great cup win aside against uh, on penalties, admittedly, but we, we performed really well in normal time against Leeds. It was a brilliant night, um, and we, we've done well against Preston in the cup as well. But actually, in the league this year, um, we've lost three of the last four, and. I almost thought, if this carries on, could we potentially be relegation candidates? But as you said, for, from, from almost a neutral point of view, what you see is a team capable of, of, of mid-table, high mid-table playoffs. And, and that's the frustration that um, I feel that too. I think I was saying, you know, we could potentially um, get automatically promoted, but I don't feel like that this morning, as you can probably understand. <laughs> well, I think you've got some good players. You've got a good goalkeeper. You've got some good defenders. I think Curtis Tilt probably one of the best defenders in, in League Two. Uh, and you, you, But in your final third, you just you seem to run out of ideas in the final third, and I think that was a little surprising. Actually, I mean, we, we didn't make we didn't let you play. That that was first and foremost. We just kept our shape, and and that's the way Derek Adams uh, plays. Very happy for opposition to have the ball in areas uh, that aren't going to hurt us. And, and you were just passing it around the back line. I think there was one point in the second half where you had probably maybe ten minutes where you were camped in our half, and and you never you didn't get touched in our penalty area, so, and and then you ran out of ideas. You had to go long, and we nicked it away, and that was the end of that attack. So uh, we kind of nullified you from from that point of view. Um, you got a good front three, but you were feeding off scraps mostly for the for, for the majority of the game. Matt Smith flick-ons yeah. and Hendry running down cul-de-sacs, and it, it didn't quite work out for you. But part of the reason it didn't work out for you is because we didn't let you play through us. Um, but if you get that extra bit of creativity, Danny, I think uh, that would certainly help you going forward for sure. Yeah. I mean, I actually think, um, I mean, yet yesterday there was, you're right about the creativity angle, that I'm going to actually create a spreadsheet about this, that if we get um, mid-60s to high 60% possession, like I, one, one, of, one of the people sat next to me said we had yesterday, uh, if we dominate possession, we tend to play poorly. We tend to keep the ball in areas, as you said, that don't hurt the opposition. Um, and, it, and it's kind of a false positive that we have this high possession rating. So um, I, I hope that, that Neil Wood recognises that and, and, and tries to do some, something about it. But um, just to go back to something that we talked about in, in the preview pod, um, it was at least a week ago, um, that I was pointing out that our danger man was Luke Bolton, which I thought was going to be um, quite high, played quite high on the on the right side. And I said that he could potentially take your team apart on his own. And as you probably noticed, because of injuries to other players, he was playing very, very deep as a right back. So 
even before the game started yesterday, I felt we were slightly hamstrung. Uh, one, because of the injuries, but two, because possibly our most um, destructive attacking player was being played at a position. Um, in, in, uh, but I'll just mention one other thing that I think um, your manager did something really clever. Um, you, you also said in the previous pod that you generally play, Morecambe generally play a 4-3-3. What I saw um, when you were defending you were playing a 4-2-3-1. And that, I felt, meant that if Luke Bolton did happen to get into your half or one of our wide men did get forward, your fullback always had an additional support member of a, of a defensive midfielder to move across. I don't know if you kind of were seeing the same thing. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's again the way that uh, that, that Derek plays. Uh, we've played or, or we've tinkered with a back three um, briefly this season, but it, it predominantly is a, is a back four, um, and we've got two holding midfielders, Jan Songo and, and Eli King. So certainly, when we are uh, in in defence, it is effectively a back six. So if you've got somebody like Luke Bolton, who t- surprisingly uh, was playing a bit a bit deeper than what we might have imagined, I thought he's going to be bombing on and 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 giving our full backs a, a bit of a, a bit of an issue really but he seemed to be coming from deeper cutting inside as well and uh, he couldn't really get going I think he, he had one or two fleeting runs but they didn't really come to to very much and uh, we, we, we nullified uh, a major a major threat there obviously partly to do as you say that uh, you didn't have a much in the squad to choose. I think you had quite a thin bench to say the least as well, so you couldn't yeah. really bring much on to change things around. But uh, we were surprised, given what we'd said in pre-match, Danny, we were uh, a little surprised that uh, that Luke Bolton wasn't quite as effective as, as, as what he might have been. Yeah, no, I, I understand. I thought, I thought my reputation was in shreds after that, to be honest. But but yeah, it, it, it's it, it was a needs-more situation. Both full-backs, um, or both wing-backs, Liam Shepard, um, who, who has been playing as an overlapping centre-back, to be honest, but he's on the right side. And Luke Gabb on the left, um, they were both out. So you may have noticed we very rarely tried to attack down the left because um, the team don't really have any chemistry with the player who played at left-back, Kevin Burko, and the manager doesn't like to play him even in emergency emergency situations. So um, I do think we were very predictable in the sense that we were always trying to get down the right, even though Luke Bolton was playing from deep, as you say. Um, but there's one thing that I really want to mention that um, if, I were, if I was at home watching this game on the stream, um, yes, I would have obviously picked up on the on the scenes at the end of the game or, or the sending off and stuff, but I might not have picked up on the atmosphere. And I think the atmosphere was caused um, in part, I would say, a bit by the refereeing, um, letting a lot go um, for too long in the game. And as, as a Salford fan, I, I, I see things through a Salford lens, but I'm not blind to my own team uh, causing trouble. And I thought, especially players like Curtis Tilt did it multiple times, we were diving a lot. Um, and, you know, when we were behind, I wasn't quite sure why we were more intent on winning free kicks by diving than actually trying to attack. I don't know if you saw things like that. Well, I'm in, in quite a privileged position where, where I sit in the in the press area at the at the Mazuma Mobile Stadium. Uh, the the referee's assessor is always in the seat next to me, so right. we all I can always see what's going on and, and you can sense what, what what the what the situation is there. And uh, I think it's fair to say that the the, the assessor was a little surprised that uh, the referee, Mister Finney, uh, didn't pull cards out sooner than than, than what he did. 
I can understand why he was trying to keep his cards in his pocket and I think every fan applauds that because I think as we've spoken about and, and as most pundits and podcasters and fans have spoken about, there have been cards dished out for, for ridiculous reasons uh, already this season. We've had a player booked uh, for taking a throwing with the wrong ball and throwing the ball in and not using the one that was on the cone. We had yeah. somebody who asked to... He needed to go off to use the toilet and came back and they got the yellow card and he came back on because he, he'd gone off for something other than an injury genuine and and, and and you can't make it up and those are the silly no. yellow cards that have been bandied about sometimes uh, in the early part of the season so I applaud the referee on one hand that uh, he was trying to, 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 to make it a card free game but the problem you do you have with that and I think as our manager said in, in his post match is things go and then he lets another thing go and another thing go and it builds and builds and builds and certainly in the second half I don't think Morecambe were immune to, 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 to some fun and games themselves but there was, I can remember one occasion where Curtis Tilt sh- literally shoved two-handed shoved one of our players into the advertising hoardings yeah. and it wasn't even given as a free kick and we're like well hang on a minute <laughs> you know, another referee would have sent him off for that so it wasn't a surprise to me that something was going to boil up at the end of the game I mean it was a complete head loss by Matty Lund wasn't it really yeah, I mean, I've, yeah, I'm, it sure, I'm sure you've seen the the footage of it because the camera's right over the top of the incident uh, to, to actually just, to literally just boot somebody like that I think uh, it, it, it's inexcusable really and uh, you're going to lose him for three games now as a result and that led uh, to uh, some fun and games in the tunnel afterwards as well which uh, which is always fun well the, the thing about that is that I just felt that um, it was just a sign of frustration. Um, and it, it, believe me, I'm not trying to put anything in context and excuse it. Um, I don't think Matty Lund is a particularly hot-headed player. We do have players such as Callum Hendry, who I say are a bit more liable to, uh, and maybe um, our, our WWF wrestler in, in, in residence, uh, Curtis Tilt, because he does he does like shoving players, not necessarily into the hoardings all the time. Um, and now he's, you know, he's started doing a bit of his diving um, performances too. But, I just, I just think our whole team uh, was so frustrated by how they'd played. Again, not an excuse. I just think that's what built up, built up in them. Um, and I just think there were so many obvious decisions that the the, the referee had got wrong that it, it kind of the, the, both teams didn't know didn't know what was coming next, and and, and it made them quite unsure. Um, and it just descended into virtual madness. Um, but the, the the result in itself was fair. Um, I've no argument with that. Um, and I, I just wondering, just to kind of tie tie a knot on this, where, where do you see uh, Morecambe in terms of their prospects for the remainder of the season going forward? Well, I've, I've been saying this in commentary and, and saying it to colleagues and, and on our podcast as well. I think before a ball was kicked this season, our main ambition, or perhaps our only ambition to an extent, was to stay in League Two come next summer. Um, avoiding really given everything that's happened with our financial situation and our ownership issues staying in League 2 um, with the budget that, we, that we've that we had to play with or lack of budget more to the point was going to be something of the achievement um, we've had a great start uh, there's no doubt about that we've had two really poor away performances so we need to fix our away form desperately if we're going to stand any kind of chance it is going to be the home form that uh, that our season is going to be built on and, and it's still very very early days um, and I don't mean this negatively in any way given the fact that we just won at home and all 10 of our points so far have been at home um, and we've yeah. kept three we've kept three clean sheets in a row which is brilliant and I think from a 
not not a negative point of view or a pessimistic point of view, but certainly from a a, a realistic point of view, I would say, to have ten points on the board already, that to me means we are already about a quarter of the way to survival and av- and, and avoiding relegation or being sucked into a, a dogfight. We know we're going to have tough times later in the season. All teams do. We're going to go through a sticky patch. We're not going to win every yeah. game at home. We, we, we know that. So, and we're going to get injuries and suspensions to key players, as happens to, to all teams. So a good start, uh, a, a solid start. I wouldn't like to make any firm predictions that, oh, we're going to be, we're going to, we're going to, it's going to be a playoff push. This is going to be top tower. This is going to be yeah. brilliant. I think it's a nice, steady start and it gives us something to build on. And it's certainly perhaps a, a better start than many people predicted before a ball was kicked. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I will. I think, I think we um, points wise, at least, um, start of last season had a really good start, um, and it just gives you that reaction time that when you hit a, you said a sticky spell, or, or for us um, as it was, um, a, a, a run of maybe three or four streak of poor results and poor performances, you still end up keeping your nose um, either in in the safety zone if you're concerned about relegation. Or within a sniff of the playoff spot, so so that that buffer is you, you can't underestimate how how important it is. I wouldn't be surprised if your manager may have actually had, had a sneaky listen to that. But I'm sure I'm sure he's doing his video analysis as he should. But I'm sure <laughs> a, a few of the things that I would have said may have helped because it's not it's not a secret of how we play. Um, because I've seen it so often, I have got it down to to almost a fine art. But again, appreciate you joining me. Thanks a lot, Dave. Cheers. No, no problem at all, Danny. Good luck for the rest of the season. And you. Bye now. Danny Shepherd, Salford superfan and the host of the One Up Front podcast. Go and check that out right now. Uh, Spotify, your best bet for that. But if you simply search One Up Front Salford City, uh, you'll find all of the uh, back catalogue episodes. Danny, thanks very much. We'll speak to you later on in the season. Enjoy the rest of the week, Morgan fans. It's going to be strange at not having a game so early in the season next Saturday. I'm sure we'll find ourselves something to do. There will be a Gillingham preview pod, though, out uh, this time next week around about uh, probably I don't know 9th 10th of September something like that and we'll be talking to Matt from Jill's in the blood to look ahead to our long trip to Kent uh, on the 16th of September full match commentary of course as ever on Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio if you're not heading down uh, to the game looking forward to getting up at about 5am to uh, for the long journey down it's all part and parcel of what we do though we love it really Uh, take care Shrimps fans enjoy your week and we'll speak to you next time every kick every game every goal full match commentary of more Welcome FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.